Hello, uh, welcome to the podcast Ready to Conceive and this is episode one, season two. It's been a little bit of a break between season one and season two because I was busy seeing my patients, getting uh, loads of training in, thinking about various structures of support and today's episode is just sort of a little recap where we are, what's happening and um, what you can be thinking about on your journey to get ready to conceive. Now, I insist that we are helping you, any professional that's working with you, we are helping you to get the to get ready to conceive because, um, or even, even if it's a transplantation of the embryo, it's still a conception. And everything we can do is kind of, it's like um, making bread. I always think about this process as about making bread where you need all these super ingredients so that everything kind of levered well and uh, everything's prepared. And then you put this bread in the oven at the right temperature for the right time in the right circumstances and then you wait. And that's what we are doing for you. We are trying to help you get ready. Uh, anyone who can promise you a 100% guaranteed result in my opinion is just a little bit kind of deluded really because no matter how much we try things can happen or can not happen but knowing I think that this this certainty that you know you've done everything in your power to be able to conceive and uh, this is what this space is about to empower you uh, to support you, empower you, provide you with insights, knowledge, how you can get ready to conceive. Now, in my work, I've been working, uh, like all this time that you haven't heard from me, I was working, and there's three things I can say that are really super important for getting ready to conceive. First, really important, this is a partner project. You need to work together with your partner. And your partner should be asking all the same question as you asking, because I've seen uh, several kind of couples where the partner wasn't quite on board. Probably there were different reasons for that, but one of the reasons is uh, people are overwhelmed. There's a lot of work, a lot of pressure on work at work, and like sometimes it's uh, the female partner will tell me that the male partner can't join the call because they're busy at work. Or they didn't make space for this uh, for this consultation and for me this is always an alarm bell because if somebody is overworked overwhelmed stressed they're not in conception space they're just literally not in that space now let's not go like overboard but in terms of oh let's all kind of you know like um uh like leave job and start getting conception and downshifting and stuff like that. No, that's not about that, but it's about finding this right balance in terms of how is your life structured? What is it that you're doing? Maybe this conception doesn't happen just because the, the, there's no space in your lives for this new life to come into, you know? And a male partner or like, this is a two-partner job anyway, raising a child. I can tell you, based on my two children, uh, their father is, I think, more important for them than me uh, now that they grow and he provides them with all the, uh, like, uh, structure and insights and loads of other things. Uh, but anyway, coming back, 
it's a two people job and if you are trying to do it on your own it's like you're flying with just one wing you need both wings to be able to fly so this is a partner job and maybe maybe sometimes before seeing a specialist like me who's just i in a sense the the work that i do is uh, structured that way that you're both primed already you're like okay you're coming in to see me you're saying what is next what what can we do what what is it what what are the steps and this is where my role is however if you think that there is a little bit of like territory sort of needs to be prepared groundwork ground preparing work maybe you need to see um, a couple therapist or a couple counselor who will help you to just kind of have this if you if you think it's not happening just in the through the conversation with your partner and maybe this work needs to happen before you come and see a specialist like me so number one partner 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 number two give yourself time give yourself time and a strategy there should be a time and a strategy in one place what i'm saying is it's not like when the the modern concept is that you try for 12 months if it didn't happen you go to ivf or you tried for six months if it didn't happen you go to ivf it's not like we perceive it in a functional medicine and naturopathic world what i'm saying is you need to start getting ready before you start trying because as i always say eggs three months sperm three months this kind of magic number of three months where whatever you do in this three months this will be the embryo the this will go into the egg that will make an embryo in three months so if you've got any chronic conditions they need to be kind of brought you can you need to be brought to as best state of health as possible prepared and then this three months where you're just like getting ready you know so if you're saying oh we've got ivf next week next month unfortunately not much can be done yes something can be done for example if there was a lot of pelvic inflammation this can be worked on but a major stuff no you need time and don't just wait for these 12 months until you get ready and they're like well nothing happened in 12 months can we have an ivf yes but with ivf there's two things that people and i'm hoping to have a really good expert in ivf on this podcast i've already reached out to them and i hope everything goes so that we can talk more about it so with ivfs first of all some clinics uh just the statistic well statistics says that at least uh two out of three uh, IVF procedures do not result in a pregnancy. Two out of three, more than a half, do not result in a healthy baby, healthy pregnancy, healthy baby. And second is it's a lot of drugs, a lot of medication. And if you can avoid this medication, and this medication will have long-term consequences on your health. So if you can avoid this medication, first of all, the better you are prepared, the, the more the less medication you may need. And also I'm working with one of other services called Plum Your Baby, which I hope to bring them to the podcast as well. Uh, what they are helping with is your kind of assisted reproduction, which is uh, a step before IVF, which a lot of people just skip basically, where you can be monitored and some minimal uh, medical intervention can be done to support your natural conception. Again, for natural conception, you need a healthy sperm and a healthy egg. And that's what I'm helping you with. Get to healthy sperm and healthy eggs because no matter of drugs will, yes, the drugs can release the egg. They can help the follicle to mature and release the egg, but the quality of the egg 
is something we're working on. Unfortunately, very few tests are available to test the quality of the eggs. I'm keeping an eye on it and we'll update you once there is more data. And the other thing is quality of sperm. If your partner has got any gut problems, any back pain problems, any chronic condition, the sperm is affected. Now, there are two tests that can be done. One is just DNA, uh, general uh, sperm test. Three tests can be done. One is general sperm health test, looking at motility, at morphology, that can be assisted through your GP. Second test is a DNA fragmentation test. I absolutely insist that anyone who is going to go through IVF does this test because you need to know before you start drugging yourself with this massive amount of drugs and before you commit to this amount of uh, stress and cost, you need to know is the sperm good quality sperm to um, to to create an embryo because I mean I would say that in my understanding if the your general sperm test is not looking very good the DNA fragmentation might not be like almost likely it's not going to be good but if you've got a good sperm health test and you're going for IUI where the uh, individual spermatozoa will be used then in that case doing DNA fragmentation test is super important to kind of help you have the hopes because you don't know what, what is the in the dna status however if you get a, a dna test uh, not very good results of dna tests we can work on that and there are other ways of testing and there are other ways of working through that to help you get to the better result and have more chances in your next IUI cycle. And the third test I mentioned was uh, the combination, like uh, the, there's more and more work done on vaginal microbiome, which I work with and I'm trained with specifically into work in that area. And there's now, there's a complementary test called uh, seminal microbiome test, which can show you where the problem is, because there's more and more understanding how these microbes work um, creating pro-inflammatory, is it directly damaging DNA or creating pro-inflammatory terrain where a person is just more difficult to conceive. And yes, some some of the uh, uh, conditions are just antibiotics where I'll refer you to a, to a doctor and uh, I work with, uh, as I said, with a clinic, plan your baby, they can do this work for you or your IVF, um, IUI clinic can help you with that or GP can help you with antibiotics. So anyway, there's help there. But my point is give yourself time, time. Don't wait until it's like too late, you know? And also this time is, a, is a, I've been, I've, I've, I'm, I remember one of the episodes I already recorded about honesty. Have an honest conversation with your partner where they are about children and think and feel about it. Don't let it sleep. Like don't sleep, walk into that. When like you're 38, have a chat with your partner or 35. Uh, I, I'm, I'm proudly saying that I told my husband that I want children uh, on our date too because I was just not in the space to start big relationship if they wouldn't result in a family. And he said, ready when you are, because kind of it's a longer story, but we, were, we felt that we were a good match, that's what we are, so fun. And... Um, so yes, give yourself time. That was number two. And a third is a strategy and a relevant support. There should be a strategy to help you. And uh, it's not a scattergun approach. Uh, like, oh, I've done a little bit of that. I've done a little bit of that. I've done a little bit of that. I've taken the supplements. I read this blog. I read this blog. Get a specialist on board. You, for especially if the next alternative is an IVF or IUI, uh, adding this extra work 
that I'm offering and uh, as a fertility specialist and I'm trained to work in fertility and I'm proudly done, did this work and I carry on training and I get all the training possible to make sure that my naturopathic contribution is relevant, up to date and it's looking into like a wider context and the strategy should be there and they should be able, the, the practitioners you work with should be able to offer you a strategy. Now, a strategy is a route, for example, um, like when I'm, when I'm working with somebody, I offer them, I'm telling them, these are three routes there are and the, our priorities, we work on route number one, that is like less sort of we work and, and then we decide you know i'm saying that okay this looks to me like a very serious situation we need to address that uh because that will impact everything uh, and then this situation is maybe 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 that's not your problem here but we need to keep an eye on that and the third is for example uh this is nice to have we will keep working on that in some cases and age is one of them is when i'm saying we need to test we need to test before we start like anyway my work is based on test results i don't start working until i've seen a vaginal swab and i've seen a blood test for both partners and if the vaginal swab has got any problems i want to see well semen analysis is just out of question it's done always and then if there's problems with vaginal microbiome i want to see seminal microbiome and this is my point of integrity where if I don't know what's going on with you, I cannot help you. And from there, from your basic results, we start looking into what is needed. And some people, um, it's just it's just find the practitioner that's right for you. I am very happy when test finds nothing because I know, okay, that's not that. That's not the problem. Yes, we need to keep looking, but the, 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 the least problems there are, the better, in my opinion. And... Uh, yeah, some tests we do and they bring negative results. And to me, it's good news. You don't have to work on that. And so we will look for further question there. And sometimes we need to cast the net wider. For example, if your uh, vaginal swab didn't bring the, the results that we thought they would, but you've still got symptoms, and then it means there's probably gut problems that might be affecting that or something else affecting that and we need to keep looking and we need to keep trying trying to 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 work it out and for example the um the hormones affect uh the the the, the hormone the status of the hormones affect pretty much everything it affects the tissue responses it affects the like like even the temperature you know that the um, basal temperature the way we measure it we can see mm, what is going on here uh is the milieu too hot or too cold you know and all of that milieu is the terrain the space and that can also be impacted and um the, the strategies basically look for a person who can offer you a strategy it's um, not just oh let's go gluten-free for many people going gluten-free will help and that's absolutely um, is absolutely true, but if this gluten-free suggestion comes just from just observation, you know, from just sort of, uh, it should be part of a bigger picture. For example, uh, I always taste for a full thyroid panel for both partners, 
because the amount of times it's uh, not been looked at or the people were, said, were told that my thyroid is fine and it isn't. And thyroid is like a master temperature controller, if you like, and it's a master, master, metabo master metabolic controller. So everything gets a little bit less energy than they need. And then like, it's always, it's always this a little bit is the difference, could be the difference, or it can be part of a bigger picture. So strategy, 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 and support. Um, like, look out for a support structure. The way I work with my uh, my patients is um, it's a three month support package, which can be extended if needed. But the support comes every week. There is an easy email or a call or a Zoom call. And I'm always there, I'm always there. We are discussing what's happening. How has your period happened? And we are doing the monitoring. Uh, it depends on the situation. My preference is Mira, but if somebody's already been using OvoSense, I prefer keeping that or some other uh, sort of fertility awareness, temperature uh, situations. But this is for me, this is like day in, day out. I get the data from you. Plus, uh, we do other tests, plus we look at other data, plus your emotional status, plus your food. So all of that comes together as a package. And uh, for some people, just this, what I'm doing, I'm taking off this overwhelm. Even if they tell me, OK, we have spoken to the IVF uh, clinic. This is what they told me. All right. I can help them to translate what they told them into what should be should happen you know on how this can be supported and also helping make decisions obviously like all decisions are made and um, by the by you by you and your partner you make decisions but understanding the consequences of these decisions and longer term consequences and being able to ask questions come back to your IVF specialists and ask questions which you didn't know you you needed to ask that's part of the package as well now, I absolutely love this work. I mean, every, I do like the, every aspect of it. I like being able to be present for you. I will be, I like being able to stand for you, uh, just to be by your side, um, to kind of, and to offer all this fantastic uh, solutions that are available out there. Uh, that can help you to get get ready get ready and let this i believe in a miracle of conception even if you are doing assisted reproduction there is still this moment where the embryo kind of develops or not develops the embryo uh, is transplanted and then it's uh, like it takes on or it doesn't so i believe in that miracle of conception and as i was saying that for many moons i was thinking like oh what my role is in there i mean the children are given if you like by the you know the higher mighty whatever whatever religious um, or non-religious spiritual concept you have um and i think what my role and this role of getting ready and like role of kind of being the best you can be so that this can happen in your life and you will experience this um, gift of being a parent through giving birth to a child. Of course, there are there are other gifts. You can become a parent uh, through adoption and parent of uh, your partner's children. That's absolutely, absolutely there. But um, exploring this avenue and 
what I want to say that for me, it's super important that you have got this understanding, evidence-based understanding, that no stone is left unturned. For example, uh, every time I have a complicated situation where mm, I need to look further, I reach out to the partner labs, uh, probably all support teams in each partner labs that know me well, because I'm there with my questions. I'm asking, what else can we do for this person? What else can we look into? And yes, it means more work. Yes, it means more money. But would you rather not do this? And just say, oh, I've never been told that it's possible. Or would you rather know that there is this possibility? I can explore this avenue and, uh, and go and do that. Another aspect here that all these problems that we're talking about in terms of fertility context, they're most of them are chronic problems that needs to be looked at anyway. Now, this is the, be the best time ever for you to just like get ready, get prepared. Yes, some of the things will be put like on a kind of a longer term, uh, on a longer term basis. You know, you'll say, okay, we, we're not going into deep uh, detox if there is no time. However, if there is time, and you, for example, had like uh, some more serious stuff going on there, like a chronic limes or a mold um, problem or some other problems which really need to be looked at, or some autoimmune flares up, so condition flare up, that all needs to be addressed ideally before you get pregnant. Because I have had quite a difficult pregnancy, number one, because I was just at that moment, I was totally clueless. Well, I wasn't quite clueless because I managed to kind of very quickly, using my scientific background, my knowledge, I managed to very quickly work out what was going on there. But I wasn't, I couldn't do much to support me through that pregnancy. Pregnancy number two was very different for me because I was like, all right, I know what's going to come. I know what's happening here. And I was so ready. And the pregnancy number two went much much easier and um, it all resulted in a healthy baby that would and uh, that that's what I'm saying from my personal experience also I didn't have difficulty to conceive uh, I was taking some herbal remedies and herbal preparation from the clinic uh, as I was doing my studies in uh, herbal medicine and I'm very grateful to the clinic supervisor who was helping me in that work but I didn't have to face massive like oh my god uh, so, but my pregnancy was difficult. So when I'm working with somebody, I know that the goal is not to get pregnant. The goal is to have a healthy baby and health postpartum so that it's, you're not like knackered from all the work that you've done. You're not knackered from all the drugs you had to take. You are having this smooth flow, smooth, uh, smooth work. One last thing I'd like to say that um, I have been trained in a Taoist uh, plant energies uh, modality, which is uh, which I call an ancient healing, which is offered separately from this work. And I offer it in the clinic in Horsham and I find it so helpful for just emotional, just leave along the sort of Taoist understanding of body and how the body and mind and the spirit all work together. Just if you leave that alone, this kind of a session like this helps just to take off the edge. For me, from like a Taoist perspective, 
it helps to clear the scene if you like and kind of rebalance the energies and there's a understanding of the sort of jowls which are like a like energy centers in the body and they all need to work well and i find this work really helpful for like just sort of to to kind of balance bring balance back and restore this energy flow which helps do all the other elements of work much easier and so you're most welcome to come and see me for such work in horsham and even if you see some other specialists because this is um non-invasive therapy non-invasive healing process uh, you're not offered to take anything in and it's very much like acupuncture but i don't use needles i use the energy and the laws of the movement of the energy that as described by five element um, theory so you're most welcome to most welcome to book a session with me and come and see me for that work and um, yes well thank you very much for watching listening to this episode and um, um, I'm very much looking forward to season two. There will probably be more dedicated um, episodes to some problems. Please let me know which problems you'd like to talk about. Uh, I've got loads of people that really kind of lined up for the podcast. And I hope we can get, help you get ready to conceive. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye bye.